Hello, everybody, and welcome back once again to Optimal Living Advice. Now we are at episode 276. I'm Greg Audino, your host, and welcome to the show on which I take your questions about whatever it is that you're struggling with, offer support, and uh, hopefully some new ways of approaching or assessing your situation as well. Now, the question we'll be looking at today is a pretty unique one introversion and extroversion. Can we switch back and forth or from one to the other? Now, surely introversion and extroversion come up a lot throughout the network, especially in the other show I host, Optimal Relationships Daily. And today, we're going to look at them a bit more deeply and give them the attention that I feel they deserve. So let's check out this question in full, do our best to help out, and start optimizing your life. Is it possible for an introvert to turn into an extrovert? I ask for myself, but I'm curious about the other way around too. The pandemic really helped me thrive in my natural introversion, but it might have softened me up at the same time. I'm back at the office now, newly promoted, and have to talk with a lot more people. On top of that, my daughter is now in elementary school, and I'm talking more than ever with faculty, friends, parents, and everyone else under the sun, it seems like. I can do the hustle of inside the house, but the other stuff just feels like drowning. I know I'm an introvert, and I don't want to turn my back on that but being able to turn on the introversion when I need, that would help. Okay, very cool question uh, about a topic that, in retrospect, I'm kind of surprised hasn't come up before. So thanks for sending this one in, Asker. Now, I like what you said about not wanting to turn your back on introversion, especially because most people who might be looking to make an adjustment uh, would be probably interested in shifting towards extroversion due to any number of reasons. Maybe you just mentioned it passively, or maybe you have a particular passion for this part of your identity and your way of life. Either way, I think that depending on how that very idea is wielded, it can both help and hurt your ability to become more introverted uh, or more extroverted. Sorry. (laughs) So let's explore that today. Uh, Now, the good news is, from what I've read, uh, undergoing a whole system reset is unlikely, if not impossible. Personally, I suspect that someone can have strong enough experiences to really challenge the inclination towards introversion or extroversion, but the short answer is that research suggests that there will always be a sort of gravitation to your default setting of introvert or extrovert. So, if I were you, I would rest assured that it is extremely unlikely for you to completely neglect your introversion. However, if someone is so married to any sector of their identity, it's made more difficult for them to sway accordingly and fully absorb new experiences and ultimately mature. Introversion and extroversion are not immune to this, right? So there's plenty of possibility to go through phases of general introversion or extroversion or to find it easier to fall under one umbrella or the other depending on circumstance too. And this is a good thing, and I love that you found yourself in the middle of this, wanting to accept who you are, but being open to this kind of change as you've clearly found demand for it. So when we think about how life experiences might cause that pendulum to swing between introversion and extroversion, let's break those experiences down into two categories for a second. So let's break them down into experiences that you pursue and then experiences that pursue you which we'll talk about first. Now, an experience that pursues you could be classified as something that you don't opt into, uh, but changes you to a degree that it affects your introversion or extroversion. 
Now, the need to move into introversion or extroversion could either be about healing yourself or supplementing yourself. A divorce would be one good example, right? Uh, That would be a good example that could possibly push you in either direction. Maybe in your marriage, introversion was normal. It either felt nice to stay in with your partner and kind of shy away from interaction with others, or it might have been forced upon in, you know, more unfortunate circumstances. And in the wake of a divorce, newfound extroversion could be birthed from a sense of loneliness or a curiosity about getting out more and meeting new people to rebuild your network, uh, or coming to realize how much you've missed and how much of the world was withheld from you. Or if uh, in your marriage you and your ex had very little connection, say, you know, but subconsciously worked around it by going out all the time and spending as little time alone as possible, well, in that case, you might now lean towards introversion as you get back in touch with yourself and your feelings and learn to love your own company as you spend time doing things that are just for you. So regardless of whatever amount of introversion or extroversion you were born into, these strong experiences can cause you to derive legitimate pleasure from doing the opposite. And if the opposite is repeated enough, it can saturate your life in many more areas than the one that initially caused the change, which in the case of this example would have been you know, marriage and relationships. Now I, for example, I'm naturally pretty extroverted. Uh, There are definitely shades of introversion, but more extroverted overall. And over time, or at least right now, my extroversion has only increased. And I believe that this really happened as a byproduct of me coming to appreciate relationships more. A part of it was my own breakup, after which a big part of my initial healing process was turning towards lifelong relationships that felt really reliable and just really coming to treasure the reliability more than ever before. And I was also constantly reading literature about relationships for both work and personal reasons, and inevitably came upon a lot of different studies highlighting the unspeakable importance of stable relationships. So repetition of this over a number of years has led me to have a genuine interest in being more present and learning about people and enjoying my time with people uh, more so than ever before. This, of course, makes me more inclined to, you know, not turn down an invitation to somewhere, uh, to not shy away from conversations, etc. Enough about me, though. That's my example, my story. You have your own story. And without necessarily seeking it out, your current life circumstances have created what's been referred to as a social necessity for extroversion. You're just running out of space to not talk to people, it sounds like, and uh, you want to adapt to that, which is great. And just like my circumstances, Your circumstances have caused you to believe in the value of change, or the value of extroversion. Now, lucky for me, I had a lot of introversion in me before, so it probably wasn't as uphill of a battle for me as it may be for you. So, now that you've had an experience that causes a changed belief in the value of introversion, I guess the question is, how can you take action to settle into more comfortability being an introvert when you need to be? You said you don't want to abandon your introversion, so you don't have to. Respect it and honor it by letting it call the shots right now as you lean into more extroversion. How can this be a slow and controlled integration? I think that's the name of the game. Now, one way of doing this could be putting time limits on your extroversion, saying that you'll allow yourself 30 devoted minutes of that party before taking off. Uh, Or perhaps if you have a partner with whom you're raising your children, working with them. So if there are regular parent-teacher conferences, for example, 
Can you alternate which one of you attends instead of both going, while the other one stays home and does something else that's important for the house or the family? Creating firm but fair boundaries that test the waters can be a great start. Now, your introverted self might also appreciate initiating like a warm-up and wind-down routine uh, in the face of big social events. Can you create a before and after ritual that will maybe help ease the transition? Uh, Say swimming relaxes you. If swimming relaxes you, you can maybe commit to 10 minutes of pool time before and after those particularly challenging outings. You may even find it beneficial to bring a piece of your introverted self to the time and place that calls for your extroversion. So uh, if there's an object that grounds you and can be kept on your person, it might be soothing to do just that. Bringing a book that you're enjoying reading, or a packet of your favorite tea, (laughs) uh, or a stress ball. Uh, If these things can remind you of the peace that awaits once you get home and provide you with some strength, then bring them along. So these are just some ways to embrace an active approach as a means of obtaining more extroversion, um, and at the very least, make necessary extroversion more palatable. And the more that you cultivate these experiences and enter into them with an open mind, the more prone you are to benefiting from what they bring to you. Seeing value in experiences that encourage your extroversion when necessary, and ultimately making it feel more and more organic. Okay, Asker, thanks once more for submitting this question today and uh, setting the stage for what I felt was a really nice discussion. In short, uh, whether by your own volition or not, opportunities can present themselves for you to shift increasingly seamlessly between introversion and extroversion. So, yeah, whether it's by generating more of these opportunities, answering the bell when they come to you, or both, trust that you do have the ability to transcend the label of 100% introvert, and uh, that doing so can provide you with more ease, more growth, and not necessarily at the expense of your true introverted self. It's time to wrap up, though, guys. Uh, So everyone else, if you have a question that you would like to submit, email it to us at advice at oldpodcast.com advice at oldpodcast.com. I'd love to hear from you and help you out on the show. Don't be shy. And other than that, have a great day, everyone. And I will see you in the next episode where your optimal life awaits.